All right, here we are, podcast number three. This one is a little bit delayed. I apologize for that. We had a little bit of a internet outage, and we had to figure that out. And that actually happened just before we left for Hawaii, so we had to just ignore it. <laughs> we had to ignore it for a little while, and we were here. But this one is um, about Tulum, Mexico. Um, I discuss our trip to Tulum with my sister-in-law, my wife's sister, and my wife. She's here as well. Um, so Kim and Katie have their own little thing going on. At one point, my wife didn't know we were recording and that's why I said, she's like, we're not recording. And so they, we had a uh, private conversation that I had to delete out, but that was uh, a, little, <laughs> a little funny, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a good one. Um, there's a little bit of distractions in it. There is, um, a part in there where they keep getting distracted by this dog that we were fostering for, um, a, uh, a humane society, uh, local here, but um, it, it's, it can be a little distracting. But anyways, this little dog was um, was a male, and he kept lifting his leg on things. And luckily, he was wearing a diaper, but he was uh, very much wanting to mar- mark his territory all over the place. So um, we we got a little distracted by that. Um, but either way, I hope you uh, really really enjoy it. I hope it's a uh, um, a good one. And uh, as we said, with number three, we're still we're still growing. We're still going strong. We'll have one coming up soon about uh, Hawaii. I'm about to take my uh, last trip to Disneyland here in the spring, and then um, we're going to break that one up and uh, do the different aspects of all of my trips to Disneyland, and we'll, we'll see where it goes. So um, we'll uh, go ahead and uh, turn it over to Claire, and uh, hope you enjoy this one on Tulum, Mexico, on the Yucatan Peninsula. Travelwithdad.com All right. Anyway, what did you okay. think? Of, what did you think about the uh, the flight? Okay, you got to bring that way closer to you. We're not doing it right now. Yes, we are. I'm trying to remember the flight because uh, I don't fly a lot, so I don't have a lot of like a great frame of reference. But I feel like everyone was on my lips. saying oh. that it was like pretty spacious. <coughs> uh, yeah, I really don't. I don't know. It didn't make a huge impression on me, but like I said, I don't fly a lot. Yeah. What it, did you think about the flight? It was long, I thought. <laughs> it was long, and it definitely it was. Um, it was definitely bare bones. Mm. Yeah, it was. I think it was the cheapest flight that was available, even then, because of the. Who cares? You're just getting to Mexico. Well, I mean, it's. You know, normally you have like ice on a flight. <laughs> they even have ice. I don't know if you noticed that. Like none of their drinks were on ice. They were all just sort of well, they had alcohol, sitting in water. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was. And I got I got boned on the way back because I got in that um, exit row. Mm. And so I, you know, the k- kids couldn't sit next to me. And then the oh yeah the um, the carry on couldn't go in front of me underneath the seat. Oh yeah, I'm sure you're really upset. The kids couldn't sit next to you on a flight. Well, it made things harder. Yeah. Definitely made things harder. You weren't right. expecting it. You weren't, you know, getting on the plane. You don't, it doesn't say on your ticket you're in an exit row. Right. You know, but. Other but than it, that, it got yeah. us there. So that was, that was good. Yeah, it was pretty, I don't know. I mean, I slept most of the way. So it, it was, it was fine. It wasn't like one time when we went to New Orleans, we flew um, Spirit. And that was oh. like very noticeable for like, oh my God, this is a mess. Like there was like nothing. And well, and they like charged us extra for like 50, you know, so like where you see the price and you're like, oh, this is a good deal. And then they tacked on so many things that by the end it was not so much a good deal. So this I thought was a good balance of like, well, I actually wasn't paying for the flight, but I'm assuming <laughs> it was like a pretty good 
price, but, and it didn't have a lot of frills, but it was like, you know, enough to be comfortable, I thought. Right. Your mom had booked it for us and she said there was nothing else that was available. Mm. There was just, there was nothing on the, on our itinerary that would work except for Interjet. Mm -hmm. There was only one flight. And, you know, looking back, just like when Brett and I went to Minnesota, with one flight in, one flight out, if you miss your flight or it's canceled or it's delayed, you're going to be in the world of hurt when you're mm-hmm. at the airport. But it was nonstop. Which all was we great. need is alcohol, a little bit of leg room, and a place for the kids to watch a movie, and we're good. <laughs> Something like that. But um, He's licking his leg. Stinking dog. Um, what, about, what about when we first got there? What were your first impressions when you got off the plane? Well, I mean, I don't know. I think we were all pretty tired just from, because we, what, we did a, a red eye, right? Yep. So we got in, you know, to Mexico early, or early-ish in the morning. I want to Maybe I, it was a little bit later. Well, our flight left late, too. It left at like midnight 45, I think, San Francisco time. Yeah. And then when we got into Cancun, I wanted to say it was like 10 a.m. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I was just kind of like, you know, wanting to get there and. I think in comparing. You need to get that closer. In comparing the California side, like Cabo and Mazatlan and Puerto Vallarta, the Puerto Vallarta airport, we've flown in there before, was, in my opinion, way dirtier and like less, more modern than the Cancun airport. I felt like the, I was pleasantly surprised. With yeah, Cancun. I thought the airport was really nice. The airport was nice. It was not like stifling hot and smelly and well the, the first thing i noticed was the bathroom <laughs> when you got off the plane the bathrooms were sparkling clean like having flown out of san francisco and oakland a lot they're not they're not even that clean it's no and it was a no. lot fancier too which was weird to have like a much you know what i mean like you'd think that S- it kind of made me realize at least the part of the sfo where we were that it was pretty shitty looking <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Um, well, but because you know what, when you're working on an airport custodian here in the United States, it's totally, you know, looked down and frowned upon. And there it's, they probably get paid really good money and, you know, it's a job. And I think that they, people take it really seriously because they actually have a job that's probably paying their bills and, you know, allowing them to live. Whereas here... You're working at a at an airport as a custodian. You're probably not making a whole heck of a lot of money, especially in California, because it's ridiculous. So, I just think that people are very appreciative right? of their job over there as opposed to here. You know, there's probably uh, not a like a that might be part of it, but I think stigma the, attached to oh, I work at a. But I think a lot of it too is that they, San Francisco isn't battling. Well, I guess they are battling a, a <laughs> cleanliness issue. But you know, I don't know about that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They, 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 they be, but people aren't going to go, to, aren't going to decide not to go to San Francisco because the airport bathrooms aren't clean. Whereas with Mexico, it's your very first impression is you yeah. get off the plane and, you know, Mexico doesn't want to have that, that idea or even Cancun of, oh, this is oh, dirty Mexico. Yeah. Look at the, the bathrooms are all messed up and nobody's, you know, cleaning them or whatever. But yeah, maybe there's more of an incentive. I mean, cause but tourism like- is a, obviously a big thing their cleanliness was almost above and beyond i mean i could almost drop my gum on the floor and pick it up and chew it not that i would that would have been a, very very that clean. would have been an epic start to your trip to mexico but, yeah. what about um 
I'll tell you one thing. You guys didn't drive while you were there, but it was very interesting. I know Ryan and I were very... um, I bet you and Ryan have a very different perspective. No, we both said the exact same thing. But you're afraid because you're Mexican and you don't want to get pulled over. And I think Ryan's afraid that he just doesn't want to get pulled over. There's no rules. That's the, the rules are different. Like I, I didn't realize, and luckily we didn't, we didn't come across it, but people use their turn signals there to indicate that they want you to go around them (laughs) and they expect you to drive on the, on the shoulder. Now that's something we didn't come across because we were on a two lane highway for the most part. So there's always a left lane for people to go around, but there's, there's different rules and different, different things. Now, Doing that red eye and driving in Mexico, right. Ryan and I both said we were. I was falling asleep really hard. There was a couple times I was just dozing off, and I was just I was out of it, you know, because it was a really, you know, once you saw the jungle for a little bit, it was jungle all the way, and then um, you know stopping for lunch with. I mean, Claire was out in the back seat. I think we'll we'll probably like talk about this more, but that was one of the things that I really enjoyed about the trip is that I felt like the whole thing, I could just kind of go with the flow and like, I wasn't really responsible, you know, cause my parents planned it and then you and Ryan were driving. So I didn't have to like, you, you know, enjoy the scenery. Yeah. Like, I mean, if I had to drive, you know, I could just imagine that's a whole nother thing to like stress about or like when we were trying to find a place to eat on the way from the airport and you know, the stress of like, well, is this a safe place to park the car? And like, you know, just trying to find parking when we did our day trips like that. It was really nice from my perspective to just be able to like sit in the back seat and just kind of get chauffeured. That but was that was my driver. That was one of my um, biggest uh, fears was parking the car. Yeah. Was one. I can remember where I parked <laughs> Two, you know, is this, you know, someone going to smash my window and think that something's in there or whatever. Like I was the most nervous when we actually left because we had we had left. um Separately, right? We had we had gone to Playa del Carmen, uh-huh. and you guys had gone off to um, I forget what it's called. The ruins. The ruins. But we parked in Playa del Carmen, and I'm sitting there going, "All of and our stuff's in there. All of us. All of our stuff is there." You know, and it was yeah, it scary. was it was a little 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 nerve wracking. But I get that's true anywhere, you know. But I wouldn't I wouldn't have anybody park Would their car, in, especially in San Francisco, park their car in San Francisco with stuff in it because it's going to get broken into. Yeah. You know, Mexico's even worse because you're so far away. You're just thinking, oh, I just lost all my stuff. Well, yeah, and it's the added, like, you know, obviously in a foreign country where you just don't really know, like, you know, okay, yeah, this is going to be, a, like, if it's more familiar, if it's in your own, you know, country or close to where you live, you have a just kind of a better sense of, like, what's, I don't want to say appropriate, but, yeah, like, you're just, I don't know. I think it's hard when you're somewhere that's so unknown. Or unfamiliar. Right. It's hard to get I over. thought the drive was, we, it was very tiring, and I remember fighting to stay awake. But again, since I was in the passenger seat, I feel like we got to see a lot of scenery that we probably wouldn't see normally driving from the airport to where we stayed. I mean, it was gorgeous jungles, and I, I mean, I definitely would do it again. I definitely would do it again. It's just it's just a matter of like getting over that the timing, the timing, and getting over the fear, and you know. Well, it's crazy because there's just no, you know, there's no like here, you know, you go on 101 and you see exit signs and landmarks and strip malls, and there it's just jungle for miles and miles, and then maybe this random sign and a little bar off or a little well, stand off the side of the road. Well, the, but yeah, and the hard, like, again, the hard part is... What do you do is, if you break down? That was my big fear is what the heck do you do if you break down here? Because yeah. there's no which is why cars was, aren't going to stop for you. Which is why I went with the... Um, I think we went with Dollar Rent-A-Car, like an, an actual brand I knew 
so that it's like, okay, these cars are going to be at least maintained properly and semi-new because that's, that's their brand is they switch out cars. Um, but yeah, that would definitely, would definitely cross my mind. <laughs> what if we get a flat tire? What if we run something over? But th- I, yeah, but I don't really think there was much of an alternative because you definitely would not have been able to do, or I don't think, have done that trip without having a car. Oh, no, you had to have a car. kind of out, like a little bit. You had bit to have a car. Away from everything, you know, from I had everything. A, I had a friend who um, went to uh, one, of those, one of those resorts along the strip there, uh-huh. but they, have a, they had a shuttle. It was all-inclusive. He never left the resort. So, right. I mean, if you do an all-inclusive, for sure. But the way that we did it, you definitely you know, needed to be able to, to drive. Which so. I, I like the way we did it. I yeah. really like the way we See, did I it. See, I like the way we did it because it didn't feel very, like, commercialized, you know, big, um, all-inclusive resort feeling. It was, it was more like, this is my family house we're hanging out in, even though it wasn't our family. Right. But it was just... I don't know. It was just more homey and comfortable. And, you know, the fact that we had somebody do the meal was an added bonus. We'll get into that. <laughs> then you didn't, you know, you didn't have to worry about all that. But I, I love the fact I would do a, I would do an Airbnb or a house probably over any all inclusive, especially with kids. Right. So speaking of that, would you would you guys go back to that house? You know, obviously not in the peak season. The peak season was over the top expensive, but um I loved it. The only downfall as a mom and a parent is the beach was not swimmable. However, our kids loved the pool. So that made up for it. Um, but I think the house was gorgeous. The groundskeeper was amazing. Chimuelo was amazing. Chimuelo's a dog. <laughs> the it, resident dog that everybody loves. It wasn't, I mean, you could swim in it. No one really was, but there was like kayaks that you could take out and you could walk down the beach a little bit and there was better, you know, swimming yeah. spots. So it wasn't like you couldn't, I felt, you know, I felt access the, the ocean. I, I mean, the it wasn't way. the it's, best swimming spot, but. It, right outside our, right outside our porch, you know, off, off of the, the back porch. Yeah, that wasn't the best swimming spot. But if you went down to where the restaurant was at, that and that's good because it makes you want explore. Yeah, it makes you get out and explore a little bit. And that was, I thought that was very nice. And then just the crystal blue water there was amazing. And how you could walk out onto that, you know, because it was so shallow for so long. Sand dune. Yeah. Bar. Yeah, that, I, I don't know. that. What did you think of that restaurant? <laughs> well, <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's I'm a very not, funny I'm not sure restaurant. I'm not <laughs> There was like a yeah, a little tiny restaurant that was right down maybe like what, like quarter of a mile? Less than that, yeah. Or, um, down from our house. And it on was on the beach. Yeah. And one um, of those plastic chairs. Like li- limited menu, but it was cool. You could get like a quesadilla or a taco and they had margaritas and some different drinks and um it was packed like every day we went there. But I just loved I think for me, like with vacations, I just want it to be kind of like easy. And so obviously this wasn't like, you know, a four star restaurant, but it was good enough. Like there was margaritas and um, so I, you know, I really enjoyed having that there. It was good, nice to have an option where you could just walk down the beach. Yeah, what was that one day we were there for? Uh, it was what? All of us? How many was that? Nine of us? I don't think dad was there. Yeah, I think we yeah, were all there. He was. So he was there. Because we both, we ended, I ended up, I wanted fish tacos and I got a fish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with everything on the plate no nine of us nine, nine of us, us. so yeah. all nine of us were there and we ate for what was it a hundred and ten bucks or something like that but the one thing that i because we've been to lots of other places in mexico and the one thing that i 
think the, some of the other places had that this place didn't have was more of a like a drink selection like I think in Mexico I want my my um coconut margarita and they didn't have that there. You mean your margarita in a coconut? My, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think that's... Is that a thing? A no. Coconut? Well, margarita in other places, like in Puerto Vallarta, th- that they'll do that. There was this one place in Puerto Vallarta, same concept, little beach shack, and you go and they literally whack the coconut top off and they drain it and make Well, I got you that at Tulum, at Tulum Beach. Yeah, I'm just saying. That was just my little nitpicky, you know, that's oh, one so of the things that I really wanted to do. We were in Mexico and they didn't have it and that's not the end all be all they had really good chips so you and salsa wanted and so okay i see what you're saying they had good guacamole the guacamole was amazing and the beer was cold yes <laughs> yeah it was not like you know a super fancy spot but i mean for being Those as close as it was be. it was it was good and i i kind of like that that it wasn't too like because like we we did go to tulum beach at another day and um that was the last day that was our very last day there yeah and that was like you know obviously a much nicer beach and that they, was your postcard beach yeah and they were and then you know they had little like um restaurants on the beach and they were like they're catering to tourists money. yeah they were more money I, I don't know i preferred the kind of simple easy yeah this other this other place by of our beach yeah uh, that's that's what i liked about it i i, I like the idea of getting up you know, whatever time, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Get up at 10 a.m., 9 a.m., whatever. Getting up. You have kids. You shouldn't be sleeping until 10 a.m. Oh, you on should vacation. definitely be sleeping until 10 a.m. Unless you're not helping your wife out. Yeah, I'm on vacation. I was the one driving. I was doing all the driving, lady. Too bad. Anyways, um, but, I, you know, just, just roll, rolling out of bed and then walking out to that back back porch and having the ocean right there, kids in the pool. And if you wanted to, you know, obviously we're at a house, so our, our fridge was stocked with beer all the time. But if you wanted to, you could roll down to to that restaurant and go get yourself a case, like you said, a quesadilla and mm-hmm. a couple of beers. It co- you know, it was like five bucks, six bucks. It was not expensive. Right. And well, I don't know if you're, but the, the house was amazing. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I guess I just haven't gone on that many vac- like l- luxurious vacations, you know. So it was something new for me. But the house, it was just so perfect size. Yeah. So it was like what five bedrooms, right? Because there was what one. Two, one, two, three, three, four, yeah. four on the four Five on the lower level bedrooms. The fifth one was your parents upstairs, and then um, a large open. What, what would you call that? Open like floor, family room type thing. Yeah, floor open floor plan yeah. with the TV, and then the kitchen, and then they had a loft area that had um, ping pong, ping pong, and foosball, foosball, and then they had that little little patio that was up there too that that little door yeah we didn't take advantage of that enough but there was like a little kind of lookout spot up off of the loft where you you know had a really good view and then off of the kind of kitchen family room there was a really nice um balcony and so we spent a lot of time out there because it was overlooking the beach but it was a great spot to just like in the morning and in the evening we had margaritas up there a few times but yeah it was just it was so nice being right on the beach i think and I, you know, I think the interesting, the cool thing about that house, and it seems like it's pretty standard down there in that particular area, is that if you only use one bedroom, they only charge you for one bedroom. Yeah. But and they and then they don't book out the rest of the rooms either, so it's just you in that room. That's pretty cool. It's hard to imagine that anyone doing that here, but I mean, it was like that. It just fit. It was fit us perfectly. Like honestly, it was just like the perfect size because it felt very spacious. Mm-hmm. But you know, everyone, yeah, everyone had their own room and. Um, and let's not forget, one of the bedrooms had an outdoor shower. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Which was uh, amazing. And I don't think... Still mad at Kelly for that. Anyone utilized it enough because there's just nothing like... I would have utilized it if it was my... And then you're outside in the shower. If it was my room, I would have utilized it a lot more. 
a lot more, I would have utilized it. But hey, what are you? It was do? nice. Yeah, it was a very nice. I, I wish, I wish I'd been in there when like the when the rain had come or somebody was. Yeah, but I said it was protected. Like they didn't they didn't get hit with the rain. Yeah, but oh well, whatever. The great family house. So family yeah. So and, and then as, as far as the logistics go inside the house, it, how did you guys? Did you find? I, I found myself with a little anxiety, being in the house constantly trying to get um, um, the fresh water. You know, like um, I, 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 there was a couple times where I was going straight for the faucet, and like, no, 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 don't do that. You almost, you almost ruined your oh, yeah, trip by drinking the water. They have a sign saying, "Make sure you don't use the tap water for brushing your teeth." But the cool thing is, and I'm guessing this is again standard everywhere when in those kind of houses, is each room has their their own uh, water cooler, filt, you know, filtered, brought in water, so you don't have to worry about not having water to drink. But yeah, if you accidentally autopilot, turn the water in the faucet and dip your toothbrush in, then you're going to have to throw away your toothbrush. Yeah, I think... Which we did because the kids both forgot once and... I And I... The last time we went to Mexico in... Um, where did we go? Was it Puerto Vallarta? I think it was Puerto Vallarta where I got sick. I'm almost certain that's what happened is I was brushing my teeth with the uh, tap water mm-hmm. in the hotel. And that That's a no-no and I should, you know... I know that now... <laughs> <laughs> I know that now, but hmm. oh well. What'd you guys think of the food while we were there? What's your favorite? What was your favorite meal? I mean, we all know the food was just fantastic. Well, so most of our meals were spent at the house because we had the groundskeeper slash house ma- house manager. He was a house manager. House manager do the meals, and I think. Financially, we definitely saved a lot of money because it was a lot cheaper to do a family of nine or ten there as opposed to going out to eat. And I think the food was great. Yeah. So it was always a three course. It was a appetizer and then main meal and a dessert. I don't think it was anything super fancy. I mean, there were some dishes that were good, like enchiladas and what else he made? Uh, lobster. Lobster our last night and. Um, I think it was tacos one night. I I I think that was um. Very, it was kind of simple home cooking. That's exactly what it was. It was it was home cooking. I think it definitely had the Mexican twist. We wanted tacos that one night. The tacos were amazing. Um, everything was made. You know, I don't, I don't think they made the tortillas from scratch, but everything else was just sort of made on the fly. And the desserts weren't weren't. Watch, yeah, the desserts weren't. See what but, they do is they go out and they buy stuff and then they freeze it. But when you get it at the table, it's you know, it's good. Right. And and just the, the, the hospitality that was there and the conversations that we had with Mauricio and um, his family was, was amazing. The, I mean, this house had a, you know, we, you didn't eat in the house. You ate in breakfast the we did. outdoor, well, breakfast you did, but the outdoor kitchen, which had a, a seating and eating area, which was amazing. I don't know. We, I, the more I talk about it, the more I want to go back. I know. I <laughs> like when I got back, when I got home, you know, I would just think about it and be like, oh, that really was a great trip. And I, it's kind of weird, but I went into it with like, like not that excited and I guess kind of low expectations, I think, because I haven't traveled for a while and it just kind of seems like a hassle to me sometimes, but it was just a very relaxed, it was just, I don't know, it was perfect, like for what I wanted, I think. And again, I think being in a house and having all that space, you know, like when you're in a hotel or like a resort, you're 
you don't have as much space. And so here, you know, you could lay out on the couch and read a book. You could go sit out on the right. patio chair on the beach. It wasn't like go, go, go the whole time. Yeah. We were like going from one, you know, you excursion to the next. We had a good mix of, you know, something, some of those like kind of lazy days. Yeah, like outings where we were going and, you know, like to the cenotes and to the beach or the, the Tulum Beach. But we also had a lot of time to just hang out at the house, which I really appreciated. And it was nice because when we were out and about, we had that all that downtime when we came home you know we always had margaritas waiting for us and you could just which is what i think drove that bill up at the end we yeah were like, oh wait how much was it <laughs> to be clear i mean it was really like i said it was really affordable compared to what we would have paid out in town but it still was a little bit of a shock like it adds up because we kept you know but you don't go to mexico you, mar- you margarita, margarita people us beer people didn't have that problem cause right because we were... he so mauricio who was the house manager that we we're talking about he made us margaritas you know, one night, maybe like the second night or something. And then after that, every dinner, we'd all kind of just like be sitting there. We'd look at each other and be like, who's ordering margaritas? Yeah, because we just, we, so that became a every night You can't have a meal staple. and not have margaritas. Yeah, they were yeah. really, and they were good. They were good. And margaritas. the cool trick I learned from him, which I'm going to do here, is instead of putting it, the drink in like a margarita glass, he would put it in those stainless steel travel coffee mugs. So really, you're getting more than one margarita because those were easily. Did you two. hear? Did you hear why he he did that? And they stay cold forever. Well, you you heard why though he did no. that. Well, one was the coldest, but the other one was they needed something to do for the pool because they couldn't take that. They can't take. Gla- they didn't want glass out of the pool. Oh. oh, I think it's freaking genius because that way your margarita lasts way long and it doesn't get runny and watery. And they were co- he had a different color for everybody, so no one. Yeah, he he was pretty other. amazing. I mean, let's be honest. Our vegetarian friend over here had some. <laughs> what did you have? Beef tacos. What what did you, did yeah, I have it or did I? Yeah, what did you have? Was it beef or was it the pork? Oh, that I tried. Yeah, um, and you were like, oh, this is really good. I, I forget. It was. I probably beef. But it was so good to me. But um, it does now. But at the time, yeah, it was like, no, I mean, it was so good. Like, I think eating as a vegetarian in Mexico, there was a couple meals where I was like, this was amazing. The other meals were, were, were like really good I, I wouldn't say like the best food in my you know my life but um i think probably it's a little better if you had e- were eating meat but it, it, it was it's, a little, all, it's challenging yeah it, it was all very good and i mean that was cool too because he was so he and his wife and then it was um sister-in-law yeah sister-in-law they were the ones who were cooking and they were just so accommodating and just so nice and well, i think they're used it. to that it, i mean yeah i think so i mean to, to be, i mean as much as we felt like we were made to be you know we were made to feel at home there and, and we felt like we were being treated very special and that he liked us and all that stuff. I mean, it's still a business. He's still looking for, for a tip and he's going to take care of everybody as best right. he can. I mean, the last day we were still there. You guys were out wherever. He went from wearing his San Francisco Giants hat to wearing his Philadelphia Phillies hat. Oh, the, no way. Because the family was coming in from Philadelphia. I'm wondering about that. That's very good marketing on his So, part. I know. He's, he's, he's no dummy. He knows how this works. Yeah, it was weird because I felt like, oh my, you know, like, I don't say like close to him, but yeah, he was just so nice. And after, you know, spending that much time together, you start to feel like, oh, like, you, like, you know, he, he really likes they us. They care about us. And, and then, and so yeah, I, I, I don't like thinking the that last he's day just kind of kicked to the curb. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. No, they he were was, very, they, they very were great. Nice. And, they and it's great really because well. they're a family. They all, you know, they work together. They get along really well. His wife and his uh, sister-in-law do the cleaning and help out with the cooking and, he mainly does the grounds and uh, the food and does all the shopping. But the cool thing is, you know, we could just. That dog was in his leg. We again. could just um, tell him what we wanted or kind of give him an idea of things that we wanted. And then he would kind of tailor it to how, whatever we want. And, you know, like Kimberly being vegetarian, he was always super accommodating and 
you know, oh, well, how about this? Or, mm. you know, if we're having beef tacos, you know, he was, what, he made you bean tacos? Or there was something he made that you had a couple times, and we all had it, and we're like, this is really good. It might have been the beans. Yeah, and our picky kids who eat nothing absolutely loved the beans that he made. I don't know what he put in them. Crack. I don't know, but they Lard. loved them. And I think they had probably. Delicious. They had him every time, and and he always, you know, he always would ask, "Oh, do the kids want beans?" Of course they do. So. Oh yeah, every every night it was beans. It was just really, you know, it's almost like your your grandpa or your great uncle preparing the food. It's just very family friendly and you know very easy to talk to and strike up a conversation with. And they loved practicing. They loved letting us practice Spanish, which yeah. is a big bonus <laughs> i was gonna say that was definitely a good thing is that he spoke you know pre- pretty good english so he you know and yeah so i, I it was great for me because i well and he was mayan too so he did yeah he had two languages he was dealing right with. but it was nice because um you know i i felt like we could practice spanish a little bit but you could also get by like if you couldn't you know say something in spanish he he definitely spoke english that was <laughs> and god better than our google spanish, translator so. yeah google yeah. translator there were quite a few times where we're like Showing him the phone. This is what we need. I got to say, that getting the, the the Mexico and Canada plan when we upgraded was the best thing we ever did. I mean, it, it just not, not, not having to worry about spending extra money on roaming and stuff while we're down there is, mm-hmm. was, oh, for was, phones. was for the phone. was really yeah. good. It was really, really, really helpful. Well, um, and it, for me, it was just kind of a peace of mind. Like, okay, you know, if I absolutely need to get a hold of our neighbor to go check on the dog... I can do it and not. Yeah, have I called to my dad on about... Christmas. Bless you. And <laughs> there it is. All right, good. But yeah, I, mean, would you I think the house was fabulous. I would definitely do it again. What did you think about the location in the neighborhood? I mean, it, neighborhood's a relative term. It was just basically a road cut out of the very long driveway the with a bunch of multi-million-dollar homes, vacation homes. Ours was not the well. Yeah, ours definitely wasn't the multi-million-dollar home. I don't know. It was pretty big, and all the stuff. I, I doubt. Had, I doubt that home was a million bucks. The pool with the be- the seats in it and th- three stories. I I don't know. Some I mean, of those other. Some of those maybe other I'm comparing. I'm thinking California costs, but. Oh yeah, that house is in California. Yes. Eight million. But no. Um, I think well, it's interesting because, you know, you can walk down that strip of beach and you can see all of them from you know the beach, and there were definitely some that were like over the top amazing you know like florida ceiling glass windows and just everything that was expensive and and very modern and ours again ours was big and nice but it had more of that homey comfortable feeling where there were a couple where it looked like god i don't want my kids to be in here because they're going to break something because it was just very expensive and extravagant but the the I like being able to just walk up and down that beach and look at all the different houses and all of them had, you know, hammocks on the, out in the sand and, um, yeah, it's, it dog is jumping on stuff. Um, we, we actually spent Watching. a lot of time going for walks and picking up or collecting shells and, um, oh, but the shell and coral were awesome. Yeah. It felt like we had a lot of, well, a lot of privacy, but then, you know, when you're walking on the beach, you'd run into people. I, I would say almost everyone there was, seemed like we're, vacationers right um, oh absolutely I, definitely all, all gringos all yeah. gringos walking up and down the beach yeah i was it's funny you bring that up because i felt like there was you said a lot of americans but i there was a lot of europeans there yeah Ooh, a lot of europeans in, in that because we're it's on the yucatan it's on the 
east coast of Mexico, um, you know, in the Gulf there. So I guess it's much easier for them to maybe go to New York and then come down. Yeah. Because um, from New York, it's I think it's like a three-hour flight or a two-hour flight, something like that. Yeah. But so. it makes me, th- I mean, when I think about going to Mexico or Latin America, I always think, well, I want to, I don't want to be somewhere super touristy. I want to actually feel like I'm experiencing the country. And this trip was, you know, you we were kind of like secluded in our own little like because it was mostly tourists and but it was it was relaxing. I think like the with being more sort of integrated into the country, there's like definitely benefit from that, you know, but it also can be more stressful. So this trip was I mean, it it was less stressful because we we were sort of doing our own thing, you know, and right. surrounded by people who spoke English and but you know, well, it I was, think I think in Mexico a lot of, there's a lot of people I mean just kind of like there's a lot of people that speak English. Well, especially when you're in a touristy. I mean, Lang- when you're language, in a touristy yeah, language has has never really been a problem. I mean, but I felt like this particular trip because we weren't at the mega resorts that were there. Yeah. And being, you know, the town of Tulum itself, it was really not that touristy. I felt, or I mean, it was, but it wasn't. Well, I think because we weren't in, like, we weren't in the, you know, like the. Tulum well, yeah, Beach. we were in Solomon Bay. So right. we were a little bit. So it was definitely mostly vacationers, but it didn't feel like you were well, in were some all, like like jam packed, you know, tourist that whole, center. That whole strip, that whole road was all vacation homes. Right. It was all vacation. Well, except for the, the caretakers that live in the houses on, on right. the property. Right. So you would see like the, the the workers, you know, kind of like they would be shoveling seaweed um to clear mm-hmm. the beach. So you know, you would come across people who lived there, right. but it weren't really like. Well, the big the the big tell was you know walking down to that little country store you know that was down all the way down by the hotel okay, country store i think is a little overstatement a little yeah it was like the beer, the liquor store basically kind of like a a little, like, yeah, with store some really good mexican popsicles and beer oh yeah the popsicle oh my god i, forgot I don't i'm really bummed we didn't I forgot discover about, those early we should, on yeah we should in there every night those were homemade ice cream popsicle bars with like fresh yeah, fruit good. and they were really good but i mean so yeah, Ryan, and I would co- in the beginning, Ryan, and I would comment about that place because, you know, a six pack of beer cost something like six bucks or something like that, and we're like, oh man, if we would just go into town, go to the grocery store, you know, you get a twelve pack for six bucks, you know, uh-huh. and but as the as it as you went on, you started learning the peso a little bit better. You ended up it ended up being like a good deal because you get a beer for about twenty pesos, which is a dollar something. Well, and you can't beat the convenience of it. And the convenience. You don't the convenience have to was. get in the car and deal with the driving and, you know, you can go get a bag of chips and dip and right your beer and hang out. Yeah. And I, and I thought my, my only complaint, my only complaint about the play, I mean, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. But there's always something you can do better, right? My only complaint was that it, it was so far away from everything else. Right. I mean, you, you had to get in the car to go somewhere. Um, whereas like when we went to, we went to, uh, um, I'm starting to blank on that one. The Port of Vallarta. Or the Mis Port- Maloya. Mis Maloya. Mis Maloya. You know, it was a hotel, but you could walk into the town in the little village, go to the, go to the store. And it was, it was a fishing village. And there was, um, you know, uh, rest, a couple, couple little dinky restaurants and you felt more like I could go into like like what Kim had said, what Mexico is, you know, where you know you're sort of getting to know or getting to, to immerse yourself in the culture a little bit. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, we were just on a, a vacation row, vacation home row. Well, and but so I, you it kinda... was like it was so relaxing and so awesome. 
it was, I think you have to really decide what you are looking for. I think as a family, multiple families, I think that house is great because we really did just want to relax. You know, the kids had the pool. Um, they had the foosball or ping pong table. I think as a couple, like when you and I would go do Meets Maloya or other places, I you know, going into town and just being able to, you know, cross the street and going up into the hills and hang out, I think that was really good. I just, you know, with two young kids, I don't think that they would have been that excited about going into town and learning Spanish and well, especially I mean, with Brett being so they like, they like nervous. The, they like the uh, the stores. They definitely like the stores. Mm-hmm. But Mies Malloy didn't have Mies that. Malloy they have didn't that, have those Junkeria stores. What did you guys think of town? What did you guys think of Tulum? The actual town, not, not the it, beach. Yeah, I don't know. It was... I mean, it was fun. Like, there was a couple stores that had cool stuff. It was a nice day trip. Um, I don't know. I wasn't. It, like, it was under construction, so it was a little hard to navigate. Yeah, a little it bit. didn't seem. You know, it didn't really like blow my mind. Um, it wasn't. It looked. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. I was, it was gonna say a little rundown, but I don't want to. But it just, you know, it. I don't. I don't know. But I, you know, I. I don't think it gets. I don't think it. It, it gets. Uh, all the remodeling and upkeep that I think probably the bigger cities in that like, area do like Playa del Carmen. Playa del Carmen was, I was, I was shocked. I was, it it was like, it was almost like Vegas in Playa del Carmen. Mm-hmm. We went there. Like you walk up and down the, the, the main corridor and there's just restaurants and, and bars and just all kinds, taco shops and shopping and all this stuff. Whereas Tulum was sort of under construction. It's a tiny little sleepy town. Um, it's got all the gringos that are just sort of, you know, beach bumming around, kind of like, oh yeah, Tulum. This is this is the hip place to there go. There was a lot of yeah tourists, and it was yeah. It's sort of weird to see that many people, um, one? in the downtown. Oh, yeah. You know, who are obviously like not Mexican, but <laughs> you know, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the thing I, is, I again, I would totally want to go back to Playa del Carmen, but I wouldn't want to take the kids. I just kind of think that. Well, yeah, Pla- I think Playa del Carmen is more of an adult place to go, and I, I would, I would definitely would want to go back to Playa del Carmen. But for Tulum, there was a couple little like boutique hotels. I was like, oh, that'd be kind of fun to stay at this boutique hotel, and then just you know, putz around the the, the town. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not expecting a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But Can go in? oh my god, gotta deal with the 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 uh, shelter dog. <laughs> What you got? What was your so? What was your what was your favorite part? Like, what did you enjoy the most? Do you think? What was the part where he's like, "Oh, this is I could do this all day." I mean, I think this sounds kind of lame, but I really do think that the house like stood out to me because I just mm-hmm. love being able to come back there and relax with everybody, and so that really stood out to me. And then I think it was just the right balance of you know, like we we did we did um a we did a trip to the cenotes and so that felt kind of good to get out and do something more adventurous and then you know going to the tulum beach that was obviously like you know picture perfect um so i'm glad that we did that so yeah i think we just had a good mix of it you know then going into town and doing a little bit of shopping (laughs) um but (laughs) i think yeah the house and just having those dinners like all together that were you know made by Mauricio and his family. I think that was. I just really loved where we were. I definitely. Were. I I I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. 
<laughs> Dog. We have a sheltered dog who we're fostering, Jimmy. A little He's got a little hairball or something. He's sneezing in the microphone. Anyways, um, I, I I agree with you. I really did enjoy, you know, no offense, Katie, but I really did enjoy playing cards with with uh, Ryan and sitting on the porch drinking beer and just listening to the to the to the wind blow. I mean, the wind. Yes. That was oh. the, the wind was rough. Okay, so yes. we didn't get any thunderstorms. So what out we of all that. what I have to say actually when I think about like highlights so we just had like the rooms right were very luxurious and i had a room to myself and it was just and then going to bed and it was super windy and you could hear the ocean because it was right you know facing the ocean and so i loved that just going to bed and then waking up Mm -hmm. and just that sound and a couple mornings i was really impressed with myself i got up and i went for just like really short runs on the beach and it just felt and yeah and and like to make us feel great i know well i didn't i didn't want to like brag but i was really proud of myself Uh but uh Um, and so, you know, like, and I, I got to see the, um, sunrise and that was just like, oh, it was just, it was just, that was probably one of the highlights for me, just getting outside when it was really quiet and cool and yeah, just enjoying the beautiful well, so the room's sun, sunrise. All Did I say sunset? Sunrise. Sunrise. Yeah. 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 Sunrise. The rooms all kind of had like a, well, um, Spanish kind of Mexican. Well, slap, slap blinds or whatever. Yeah. And so, um, you know, like br- kind of bright pottery color prints and, they had these like plantation shutters that um, there. Well, I guess there was a sliding glass door, but the the window didn't have any glass, and so if you wanted to hear the wind, you could just open the shutters, or if you and close it, you know, when it started raining. It didn't, it didn't have a screen. It had a screen, but there wasn't okay, any yeah, glass yeah. on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. There's no. The only yeah. glass was the sliding glass also, door. Also, I just like was just thinking about for me like highlights and how it was kind of more of the like small moments being around the house, and then I was thinking another one which is really random, but one night we were outside when it was dark and um, I think Katie like found a couple of little like crabs in oh, the sand. Oh, right. Yeah. Yep, the crabs. And we went looking for shells at nighttime. Yeah, and then we, 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 we found a couple of other crabs that were like a little bit bigger, but that was just so cool. I don't know. I just really enjoyed that, like right, you know, a few, um, you know, 10 or 20 feet away from the house. That was cool. The thing I got really excited about is the kind of shells that you see on the Caribbean side of Mexico are ones that you're not going to find on the Pacific. Pacific side, like, you know, where we usually go Cabo and Mazatlan. And so these were, you know, like the crab, what are they, the conch shells? Yeah. Just different. And so, like, the kids all loved looking for shells. And um, we did that a couple times at night, not realizing at night is when all the crabs come out. And so it was really cute because there were a couple big ones that we found. And it's kind of our tradition. Every vacation we go on, we find some kind of animal or something. Oh, Hawaii was a little frog. Oh. And a lizard. And the gecko. That yeah. was a little frog. That was a big frog. And so the little crab became our vacation totally. mascot. So um, you know, that was what, a lot of fun, the shell hunting. One of the things I really, really liked, and it just didn't work out for schedule-wise, but I really enjoyed the Mayan ruins. You know, I wish I had gone with you guys to the, to the one. Oh God, I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to look at it. Our up. kids would have been like, hell no. Yeah, it was just. But we have lazy it, kids. Yeah, it was just. Fun. And the time zone, I think they the were. Time ch- the time, the 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 timing being was. Being there a week, they were just. Yeah, it just didn't done. work. But yeah, the um. Let me see if I can find it. Um. 
But I, I don't know. I think the ones that you guys went to was the I, I liked more because it was right on the beach. So it was the a lot. Tul- the Tulum more. ones. The Tulum yeah. ones were amazing. I mean, yeah. they really were amazing. And very family friendly. And I gotta friendly. say, Brett, Brett actually pointed out. He goes, "Look, you can see where they painted. You can see the the, the old paintings that they were trying to like. Oh, Brett, you're right. You can see it." Hmm. And he pointed out actually Koba. That's that's the other place. Koba, yeah. Um, he pointed out. You know, actual stuff. And he's like, you know, le- did he learn anything? Probably not. But did he get to experience it and get to see I bet it? Yeah. Because he's sixth grade. They learn about. I mean, it's just it's just amazing. It's just amazing that I got to to go see uh, an ancient pyramid. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, I didn't go to obviously I didn't go to go to Egypt, but it was still it was something. But like, see, Koba's this was a really great. Th- I that would probably. I mean, w- that was a really <coughs> perfect family trip, like day trip, because. You know, you go, you park, and then you go in through kind of the whole Junkeria shopping mall that are Which great actually, for the kids. You know, because I, I saw a lot of stuff online about, oh, but you got to go through this this mall and you got to pay to park. Like, you know, I actually really liked that. Yeah. I, I kind of those shops were better than some of the ones that we saw on the street. I think, and having them all in one area, um, you know, the kids can go get ice cream, and then you get to where you're you guys gonna go get take ripped, the tour. You guys can get ripped off on drinks. I was going to say, we bought pina coladas that ended up being, I don't even know how. Double the price? Yeah. How, no, that's because, well, he he totally took advantage of me because he, it was buy one, get one free, and he charged us for both, and it wasn't until I looked back and realized you didn't, you charged me for both, and he's like, oh, my bad, but you know, he was just needing to get away with it. Yeah. And they were watered down. Again, but, that's why you buy beer. Okay, well. One dollar. We like 20 beer. pesos. Good stuff. It's really good She's stuff. Um, no, but I think that was a great trip because it was, you know, you're not going up any hills. It was very kid-friendly. It was on the beach. It wasn't a long walking distance. What did you think of Tulum Beach? You could beach? bribe the kids with ice cream. Oh, yeah. You could bribe the kids with anything. The water was gorgeous. Yeah, Tulum Beach was... I definitely enjoyed it. I wish we'd gone there twice. Yeah. Like, I, that's definitely the picture postcard, you know, several... Different colors of blue, shades of blue. Right. Um, but perfect waves. But, yeah. but I think that was kind of the part of the trip, though, that we had, too, is where we didn't have plans. Like, I really enjoyed that one, again, going back to the house, that one day where we just, oh, let's just stay home today. Yeah. Let's just stay home today. That was a we good We did day. have plans, Nick, because you were researching for months in advance. Well, I think you had general ideas of what we could do. I mean, that's why you want to get the right. tour book. Yeah, we didn't, yeah, we didn't have a solid out. itinerary that we were like, okay, you yeah. know, at 1230, we're leaving for this. We had ideas, and most of the things we wanted to do, we eventually did. But we left a lot of, like, room to just kind of, like, lots play of it by room. ear. Lots, lots of wiggle room yeah. to, d- to decide what and we wanted. And I think having a house makes that a little bit easier because I feel like having a house, you, you're you able to take advantage of downtime a little more than yeah. you would if you were in a hotel where you Definitely. didn't really have that space to be lazy and relax and go outside on the balcony and re- read a book. I mean, I guess you can at the pool, but you're fighting with everybody for a Well, that was the hard chair. part about Tulum Beach, right? It was trying to find parking. Yeah. Uh, the parking is a nightmare. Well, again, we were there We were there during the probably the busiest se- time of the year, you know, Christmas week. Um, but the weather was not great. I think the, the weather, weather was fine. great, but it wasn't It horrible. was partly it cloudy and, and it was always time, windy. But it was a little cooler and Well, the, yeah, the, 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 wind, the wind's a problem, but that's, okay, there's it that. Was, but it was nice to go to sleep too, though, so that was. When we're, <laughs> when we're, thing. when we're, if you're there in July, you'll be, you'll be loving the December weather, huh. you know, because in July it's going to be That's just it. You know, you're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't. And if you have kids in school, then you're very limited. And so I would probably say with kids who don't care if it's cold and they'll swim in. 40 degree water 
swimming pool water, then I think going over the holidays is a good time to go. Yeah. Yeah. And we can't forget that they decorated a little Christmas tree. Yep. There a Christmas in the, tree in the house. Oh, the pinata. Yeah. So for the kids, we've got two kids, uh, eleven and six. <laughs> so Christmas. Like was a, it Christmas Eve? I can't remember how old they were. I think it was Christmas. Christmas. No, Christmas Day, day night. Yeah. Or evening. Um, Mauricio came out and said, "Oh, I have a surprise for you guys." And it was a pinata filled with, you know, the Mexican candy, little games. And everybody got to go around trying to take a whack at it. And it was just super thoughtful. And again, I'm sure he does it with all the families when they stay over. Or maybe regardless of when they get to do a pinata. But it just really kind of made our trip extra fun and special. And little things like that, you know, you're not going to get at a resort or all-inclusive. I want to I want to go back to, to Tulum Beach real quick. Did you guys did you guys find that that it was too crowded or was it you know just you know we 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 carved out our own little spot. I found you know a guy that we paid I can't remember what it was like fifteen bucks to give us some chairs and a little little area and he would run 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 do beer runs for us. Did you find it was too crowded or what did you think? I don't think it was too crowded. The thing that I don't like and I feel like you're gonna get this when you go to like a really touristy spot. You know, like you said, we had to pay somebody for, you know, two plastic chairs to put our stuff on. And, and, but again, you know, then they can go and get a beer for you. I just, I, I don't like having to pay someone to do, you know, all those little things. But again, that's how they're making their money. And that's how they're, you know, earning their living. Well, the, the other option is that you can go to um, one of those little beach clubs, but you got to, you got to pay them and buy their drinks, which are going to be a little bit more expensive. I mean, I went to the bar next door, and I think the <laughs> and I, I always use the you know the the beer price index right. So, the the cost of the beer was like three dollars. I think it was it wasn't too bad, but it wasn't the best price. You know, it, it's it's just a it's a different place. It was definitely a different place. It's definitely, um, you know, at that bar it was there was you know a group of topless women hanging out in the corner that were just and of course you found that I, like, I, didn't, I, I didn't notice that. But they were just you kidding. and Ryan. I think I, sure I, did. I, I did notice. But they were they were but they were like burnt like they were like this, i was noticing the person who was doing a workout video super brown on the seaweed <laughs> yeah kind of random but they were but anyways they, but they looked they looked had this just trendy look to them and it was like a very trendy place to be yes and it's like because that's like the it beach that's the kind of that's place where, where i don't want to spend too much time honestly but i'm glad we went for one day because it was like it was beautiful it was gorgeous but i personally like you know we were stressing trying to find parking we were about to leave we did end up finding it it wasn't actually as hard as we thought but it's just it, and, and once we were on the beach and once we had our spot, I don't think it was it like didn't feel overcrowded crowded, at all. But just kind of the hassle of trying to get there and figure out, well, are we allowed to be here? It's a private beach. Like, how do we get through? Like, yeah, yeah whole, we, we just walked, we walked right through one of the beach clubs. And we yeah. Cared. For me, a day was perfect, but I'm also not a major like water beach person. So I thought it was just I the right I could have done another day. I mean, for kids, it's great because obviously they loved being in the water and, you know, so... But the other great thing about the house, too, and I'm sure a lot of the houses have those, like most vacation houses, but they had kayaks. They had, uh, what, paddle boards. Yeah. Brett they had that. a whole arsenal of snorkeling, scuba gear, beach beach pails and buckets and stuff. So it's really nice to have all that. So really, you could just borrow their st- use their stuff and then go find, you know, a nice spot somewhere closer to your house. But the... 
Tulum Beach is definitely one of those beaches that you need to say that you've experienced once in your lifetime. It was pretty beautiful. It was mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun um, diving into that crystal blue water. I mean, it really was. It was a lot of fun. I thought the water but was, it was honestly going to be a little bit warmer than it was. I was kind of disappointed. But it could have also been because the weather was not very warm. So you're already, you're not hot before you're getting in the water. Attack of the dogs. Anyways, <laughs> what did you guys think of the cenotes? That was an adventure. What did you think of them? <laughs> oh, not my favorite. You're the one that was freaking out. Not my favorite. Not my favorite. I just, I just, for whatever reason, you know, if I, sh- I should have got a life jacket, so I should have done. You know, I can swim, but for whatever reason, just the the depth of it and the coldness of it. They're not even take, that deep. I could see where the cold definitely takes your breath away. And, and it is a little scary when you're when you're swimming in part of the cave where you can't see the bottom because it's dark. You know, it's a little like I just maybe it's from watching too many horror movies when I was younger, but I just kind of get creeped out by that. But if you're like right in the area in the middle where it's just literally crystal clear, clean water, um, it's gorgeous. And it's like nothing that you're going to ever experience. Kim, you went on a special tour though, right? I was going to say, so we split up. Um, my Kelly and my parents and I went to this different cenote that actually had like a, like a guided tour. So we had this guy who was leading us and he was, he was great. He was really nice. Um, and so we, yeah, we kind of went into one that was like, like, like a big cave i guess so we were under and you, you know, went snorkeling yeah so we, we went, did not we well, just so we, we went snorkeling but it's weird because the people talk about snorkeling in the cenotes but there's no fish so really it was just we had the snorkels and we're we, somewhere look there? at those rocks and, well and and we had little flashlights and i think it was more just to like so that you could swim um because there were a few spots where it was pretty low like the the, the cave ceiling was low so you had to kind of swim through but m- most of it was like fine you could put your head up and i think you know the guy would point out how clear the water was cuz you could like look down and see ro- you know you could see the bottom so it wasn't so much for the snorkeling but it it was it was pretty cool just to see all the rocks and then there was bats in part of it which was really neat um, the water was freezing get so almost everyone else had wetsuits but we like missed out on that so it was cold but it was the kind of thing where i'm like Really glad that we did it. I wouldn't want to do it another time, but I I'm glad that we did it. It was neat. It was, it was really a, cool. It was a something you did once and yeah yeah I, I'm good. Don't need yeah. it again. But it, it was pretty cool. You know, it's, I've never been in anything like that before, and the water was was like this like really light blue. Um, it's really pretty. it's really pretty. Yeah. I I mean the the ones we went to on on our side, you know, the gigantic sinkholes with yeah. this gorgeous water. It yeah. just for whatever reason for me, I just would have these these. Anxiety. Anxi- this anxiety about like I can't reach the bottom. I don't know what's at the bottom. It's, it's, it's a little. I mean, I could see why. You s- s- definitely. Would I not didn't see. I didn't want cold. to do the one yeah. that you guys, that you and the rest of the family did because to me that is very claustrophobic. Like knowing that you're going further in where we were. You know, they had. St- it's totally kid friendly, easily accessible. There's stairs. You know, you walk down and they've got rails and all that. And so, you know, if you get in there and you realize, you know, panicky or you just want to get out because it's too cold, you can get out. Yeah, this one and was they like... they had a bunch of viewing areas, whereas where you guys went, you, you were deep. You would not be going out because yeah, you wouldn't so know how to get in. out. There was a bunch of different tours, you know, like being led by different guides, but it wasn't something where you would just like turn around and yeah. leave. So, yeah, you kind of had to be okay with being you had to go. under a cave Once and you're in done, the dark you're, you're, and, you're in, you're going. Yeah, yeah. 
It was a little bit more down the road. And that was a that was actually a fun trip. The highlight on that trip though was the boa constrictor. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> so on, on our way there, we um oh in the road. I, yeah, I in the road. We were, so we were in the car trying to get to the cenotes, and we saw the. Did we see it twice? We or? Saw it twice. Yeah, because we, we saw it, it was like the speed. Like, why is everybody huge. stopping? What's going yeah. on? It was like oh, and the, like this the. I never seen a local so excited. Like the local cab driver was like, yeah. "Oh look, please!" He's pointing. He it was, was like, cool. really animated. Like, "Oh, that's really f-, you know." He was, had a big smile on his face. It was just a gigantic snake in the middle of the road, just yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then on the way ho- on the way back, we're heading back uh, back to the house. He's in the roadway again, just just meandering about. But again, to get there, you're deep in the. I mean, gosh, it was like a 25 minute ride through the jungle. I mean, you're deep in the. You're deep in the the forest or rainforest to get to the cenotes yeah but again you know that was a good day trip because you they had you know little restaurants that you could go and and get a beer and you know a little snack and then you go into the cenotes and hang out in the hammock and enjoy an afternoon rain shower yeah no we we had it we had a good time we definitely had a good time on you know a a much better time than i thought we would have um you know it's it's very monetized unfortunately but Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. Although I think probably for me the most disappointing part of the trip was definitely the snorkeling at that um oh. that bay. I can't remember what it's called. I've got to look this up. But again, you know, you know, you always hear when it's windy, you don't want to snorkel, you won't see anything, and it was windy the entire time we were there. And there, another crazy thing that doesn't normally happen this time of year, according to the locals, was all that seaweed. So every morning you would look out and there was just this gigantic like mountain wall of seaweed. And so we were told that, you know, it has to do with the time of the year and the the change in the temperature of water and whatever that brings the seaweed. And apparently normally it doesn't happen in December, but this year... It well, did. That, that was on our beach by, you know, by our house. But Tulum had it, too. Tulum Beach had it, too. They all had yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. But the, the, the snorkeling was kind of an interesting. It was like a snorkeling park where you, like, paid to go in. And it. Um, oh, yeah. Now I know what you're talking about. And I don't know. My, my snorkeling gear was really crappy. So I, like, couldn't really see much anyway. And it was pretty cold. So I didn't stay in as long. But I think we, we all, it would have been, we would have really enjoyed seeing sea turtles. And I guess, um there, there are a lot of sea turtles in the area, but we were there the wrong time of the year. Yeah. So, you know, there was fish, but not, not $25 just, fish. Yeah. It just wasn't super amazing. And again, I, cold I, f- water. I found some later at, at the end when we were, everyone was kind of done. There were some really good schools of fish in like caves. It was, it was really cool. The problem was we went the wrong way. We went oh. right instead of the left. Oh. If we'd gone to the left, there was a lot more, um, fish and and just it was pretty cool but it was not it was it was i hate to say it wasn't worth 25 bucks because i mean 25 bucks is pretty cheap yeah to to get snorkeling gear and they had life they had uh um what do you call it uh life jackets Uh and they had um um life cards I mean, I think we're like with with kids for like an introduction to snorkeling was probably good. Although Claire was definitely not feeling it. <laughs> she was not. But on you know, it's hard it snorkeling with little kids. Yeah, because it was cold and obviously water like, and yeah, air. Yeah, if you're getting you know, if your mask's not Akumal, really working right. That's what it is. Akumal, right? Akumal, yep. Akumal, yeah. Yep. And apparently, they have really pretty beaches in that area. We just never went to them. So, so yeah, so that so, and this is something we got. I I, I wish I had done a little bit more research on, but. 
they wouldn't let us go to the be- to the beaches. Oh, there's no public access. Uh-huh. Like all beaches in Mexico are public. Huh. No, that's by federal law. Huh. The problem is you got to they won't let you walk through the properties to get oh, to them. Oh yeah. So there was no access. According to this one guy, you're like, "Oh, do you want to go to the to the beach? You, you just have to go through you just have to go, you know, just I'll, I'll let you through to see it, but everyone else has to stay." And I'm sitting there going, "This is this is that's not that's lame (laughs) i didn't like that at all um because that was that was a tough uh place to get to there was not a lot of parking and it was just it was a tough place to go akamal dive adventure is that what it was no there was some little i forget i I forget what it was it was a little bit this little bay or whatever but it was it was a little disappointing but again for 25 bucks what what can you do for 25 dollars Oh, the dog! The dog gets here, and you guys lose all focus. We're listening still. No, barely. Oh, you sweet boy. All right. Anyways. His name is Jimmy. What was your so? What was your guys' most disappointing part? Disappointing. Yeah. The coconut margarita. Oh. oh. Which which one at, at the house or the one that I got you at the beach? No, no. I just wanted one on the beach on the little. I get you one. I bought you one. We, it was rum and a coconut. Or yeah. no, it was, it was uh, it, no, it wasn't a margarita. It was rum. It was no, something. it was tequila. It was like coconut. Te- it was so coconut weird. tequila. Was, yeah. <laughs> oh, they put tequila. No, that's the one you got at Tulum Beach. Right. It was coconut te- it was coconut water with tequila. Oh, something I like think. that. Anyway, no. I, well, I'm trying to think of where Meath Maloya had. The little next to our all inclusive, it had the same little you know on the beach, little restaurant stand where, remember that one time that one was it had a little wooden bridge that you crossed to get to, and during the storm, you know the uh, the wind washed it out, and that was a really cool little, you know picturesque beach restaurant, and I think that's kind of what I compare everything to. You know, they had that amazing guacamole and the drinks, and, I, and it was a little that's, bit more like they had the fish, real fish tacos. That's almost unrealistic because, you know, they had the kid run out there, go catch a fish and bring it back and cook it. So I think I was comparing our place to that one in Mies Maloria. Um, you know, in this place uh, on our beach was definitely, it was very crowded. A lot of locals went there, had had birthday parties and stuff. And so, you know, service was kind of slow. Um, but like the chips and guacamole and salsa were awesome, which well, another reason why it's, you it's go to those such places. A, such a high bar though for that place because the guy would go up there and collect the coconuts off the tree or grab them. Maloria? Yeah, yeah. It's just I don't think you're, we're ever gonna find a place like that again. Um, we might. Who knows? We might. Really, I can't think of anything. I mean, the 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 house was amazing. The beds were super comfortable, which a lot of times with vacation rentals you're not sure what you're gonna get um everything was clean i mean i spent most of my time worried about getting not worried but just being overly cautious about not getting sick not wanting the kids to get sick it was really their first time you know in mexico second time okay but that was that's another podcast coming up ensenada and it was off the ship for an hour two hours this was you know, we're there. Yeah, no, you're week. you're living there. You're you're in there. there yeah. There's no there's no escape. You you're 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 not going back on an American boat to you know, eat your food and get your 
safe water and all that. Yeah. It you know, and you know, and like the breakfast we had, we always had Mauricio bring breakfast, which were his breakfasts were so good. I mean, so there were so there were there were no downsides. No, just one of my my coconut. Well, maybe would you want to go back without the kids? To the house? No, because not to the house, but like to Tulum, to the area. I don't know. I I I hate to say it. Do more research because you do enough for the both of us. (laughs) But uh, I would. I guess I'd probably want to. You're just when you've got a family with you know younger kids, your your research is definitely you know directed a certain way. As opposed to if it's just couple, then you're going to be doing different things. Mm-hmm. And so I think that if it were just the two of us, it would kind of we go down a whole another route. Right. Oh, and I can think of one more thing that I was kind of bummed out was I was hoping we'd see a lot more stray dogs. Oh God! <laughs> and we did not, because I really wanted to. See, we saw a couple dogs, but you know, you, Mexico. Gosh, they're full of them, and I feel like we did not see them. And that's one of the things I really wanted. To, I just I enjoy. That's funny because I just one of my favorite. Um, Call me crazy. One of my favorite. Yeah, you are crazy. But one of my favorite, you know, vloggers on YouTube is a, a couple. They're called uh, Tangerine Travels, hmm. and they basically sold everything to move to Mexico and live in We're Mexico. We're not doing that. Oh, we're not doing that. That's, that's the, you know, we're not, we're too old for that. But they talk about, one of the things they talk about, Speak like, for yourself. all the straight, all the stray dogs. There's so many stray dogs in Mexico. And you, you said you didn't see enough. You see, like, there's tons of them everywhere. Even on our block, dogs just wandering around. Not, but not, not like, but no. I was hoping to see Rita and we got our dog from a rescue and they go to Mexico. They go to Puerto Panasco. And I guess they're just, which is a tourist town. Overabundant down there. And so I was just kind of hoping we'd see more. What about you, Kim? Dis- disappointing? Yeah. Um, I mean, there really wasn't that much. I think I maybe it was good because I went into it with, like, very few expectations. Like, I wasn't really, like, I didn't have a real set idea of, like, what it was going to be like. Uh, we did. We went to a fancy dinner one night. Oh God, I forgot about that. Restaurant. And okay, so oh boy, so here we go. It was kind of like in the outskirts mind, of Tulum. It was. And my sister, like who you know, did a lot of research and picked it out. And it seemed like a really like trendy, you know, kind of expensive restaurant. And it was, it was cool. It like, was. It was Mayan, is what it, it was. Yeah. So I don't think we really knew that, but it, it did seem like the food was not, you know, what what we obviously like what we eat a lot of times is like you know, not traditional Mexican food, but it wasn't Mexican. So I think it was Mayan and it just was not a good place to have with kids. And that's just, it was and very, it, very slow. It had a cool ambiance, but also the food menu wasn't, I mean, what even said that on the menu stuff that I, I think most of us really right. liked. You know well, I mean? It said it on the menu that the, these things take time and you know, it's, it's a full experience. But it's a family owned restaurant and they, but the experience it, wasn't there. I, I mean, mean I, I think it would have, if you were like, you know, with, with with a couple and you were looking to have like a slow, leisurely dinner, it would have worked a lot better. But even then the food and it wasn't but obviously it, the food was really high quality. It just wasn't. And there wasn't much on the menu that really looked. But even good then, if you're having a slow dinner, then I would expect, OK, so, you know, can we, let's have a, a couple appetizers or drinks and their drinks. Well, they did were bring like, us appetizers. Yeah, they had yeah. the weird. There was and that was crickets, that was, I think. Yeah, they, yeah, they had crickets. They had like a case, like a nine case, or like a. It was cheese just a little platter. too adventurous for us, I think, in terms of like what we. I mean, I think 
when it's just too long. Even if it was just me and Nick, I don't want to spend two hours, an hour and a half waiting yeah. for food. And, you know, they had like one margarita and they had, you know, the beer was expensive and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I get, I get the concept researching it, but and I get I the just, concept that they were, they were going for it. Just like you said, it wasn't for us. And I know Kelly really liked it. You know, that, that's well. That's I, fine. I was actually still glad that I was glad that we went because it was just like a different. It was really different than everything else. You know, it was a change of, of pace. Yeah, it was. A, it was a nicer restaurant. I didn't love what I ordered, but I appreciated the restaurant. But I just think, like for you know, for the for a big group with like two little kids, it wasn't right. A great choice. Well, and, and my and, and well, I mean, my... I didn't mean that like that. Kelly made a bad choice. <laughs> I didn't mean you made a bad I just choice. Meant that like you know, I. It, it, no, it's you know. Well, it didn't work well out. And here's and here was my my biggest thing too, and my biggest fear on this. Hard knowing and it was and I was right. I only ordered soup because I looked at the menu prices and I went, "Oh no!" And I said cash only, and I knew I only had X amount of pesos, and I could see I could see each thing cost an X amount. I know, and I knew Katie was going to get margaritas, and there was it was just it was expensive. It was a very expensive restaurant. And when you're uh, when you're when you're looking for. Uh, Checking with the dog. Checking in with the dogs again. Let's see. Gonna make her yelp probably. Let's see. I can pick her up. She's you can pick her up. So she's a thirty-seven pound basset hound. Maybe. Oh my god. I can't pick her up. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Rita. You can pick up Jimmy, the rescue. With um, diaper. <laughs> yeah, with the diaper. Um, but I mean, in general, like. My 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 expectation, and, and I, again, it was, like you said, it was a good adventure. It was like you said, it was adventurous. Mm-hmm. It was different. But like when I go to Mexico, I love the idea of, of taking a you know, whatever the equivalent is of ten dollars in, in pesos. I can't think of it right now. But taking taking a ten dollar bill and having lunch with two or three mm-hmm. beers and delicious tacos and be like, okay, you good. Know, like street food. Street food, you know, and it's I I love that part about Mexico. I love the street food of Mexico. Um, you know, we, we had we were in Playa del Carmen. We found us. It wasn't a street vendor, but it was a um, it was a, uh, a taco store or a restaurant, and we had we'd eat all, all four of us had eaten for like thirty bucks. You know, mm-hmm. it was really inexpensive. And Katie had a couple of margaritas, had a couple of beers, and you know we had mucho tacos, and it was it was good. It was a good, good muchos muchos. <laughs> oh yeah, I got correct. I got I got corrected so many times when I was there. Oh well, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> Never mind. Uh huh. You have a good story. Share it. No. No. I was. I was just gonna say, like the last day we were there, we were getting ready to leave, and my dad did this like really awkward like goodbye to Mauricio, um, where he like tried to speak in Spanish, and th- th- I was just thinking about that, but it was. It was a big fail. It was pretty horrible. <laughs> but that's why they're so great because they're used to dealing with. Americans and their bad Spanish and right. yeah. trying, to, but I mean, and you know, they they were very appreciative and you know would always converse with us, even though we weren't sure what we were saying. But uh, well, I mean, it was a great, great house to stay at. And one thing I'm very appreciative of was the fact your parents took us on this trip. I mean, yeah, they obviously didn't have to do that, and they wanted to do something to celebrate their 70th birthday, and I, I think it worked out. Worked out well, and in, in, in the 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 format again, it, it, driving in Mexico was a little stressful. Um, it wasn't, you know, it's not my first choice mm-hmm. <laughs> to to do, right. but in the, in this particular area, you have to do it. Um, but I was, you know, more than happy more than happy to do it, um, and it it worked out. It all it all worked out in the end. 
Um, I wish Ryan was here so he could tell the story about uh, bouncing your dad off the seat in the car. Were you there for that? No. You weren't there for that one? So appar- apparently, so it, when you're driving in Mexico, they've it, on the highways, you know, what, what we would consider freeways here, you know, th- they're highways like kind of like regular roads. Mm-hmm. And they, in order to, there's no such thing as a left turn in Mexico. You do a U-turn at a random spot and then you turn right onto the road, mm. which was the, what they call it returnos, right? Yeah. Returnos, which is hilarious because your dad would. I wonder how big this Returno uh, oh, city is. Oh, I was is. there. Yeah, oh, I was there. Was that okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that, so that, that was that's one funny story. He also did the same thing with uh, Salida. He's like, how big oh, is this Salida place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like exit. No, that's uh, that means the exit. Anyways, but apparently Ryan was driving along, and and I we I did it a couple times where you're just driving along, and all of a sudden traffic stops. You're like, what's going on? Oh, I was there. There's gigantic speed bumps in the road. <laughs> And so Ryan's just just cruising along at probably 80 kilometers an hour, hits the speed bump. Your dad wasn't wearing his seatbelt. He hits the roof of the car and then, you know, just hits his head on the roof of the car and flies out of his seat because Ryan didn't see that the speed bump was coming up. And Ryan thought for sure, which was which was the ironic part was Ryan didn't get the extra insurance, which I think is what I, I got the extra insurance. I thought he had gotten it, but he didn't. And he's like, oh, I thought I broke the car. So I thought I absolutely oh. broke the car. So there's one thing to take away from from that trip when you're driving to Mexico is watch out for the speed bumps because mm-hmm. they put these random speed bumps in, and uh, you know, you know, do those kinds of things. So, anyways, hmm. well, we'll have to have another adventure at some point, right? Yeah, I hope so. Soon. Hawaii. Well, yeah, that's 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 you and I and your parents again. We're gonna travel with your parents. Well, we're not traveling with your parents this time. They're just gonna be there at the same time. Canada. Canada, eh? oh, that's coming up too. Canada, Hawaii. We really don't travel this much. It just all so happened to. We are now. We're traveling a lot more. Not if we get a second dog. I got to keep this uh, podcast. We're not getting a second dog. Forget yes, that. Are. No, we're not. Yes. Forget that. Anyways, well, thank you, ladies, so much for coming. I, I, is there anything else? I, I didn't. I think I pretty much touched on everything. We talked about the beaches. We talked about our location. Mm-hmm. We talked about the airport. And I think overall, I know a lot of people say that it's not safe or have that worry i felt where we were i felt very safe especially because in our particular house you know you go down that driveway or that strip where all the the houses are they've got like this little security dude um who you know watches who comes in and so that made it feel really safe and then having you know the housekeeper I never with the dog. It was, I mean, I, I totally felt fine having the kids out on the beach or playing out in front. So I think, you know, parents sometimes have that worry or people. Yeah, I never, I I felt really safe. The entire time I was there, I never felt unsafe. Obviously there was that worry and anxiety about getting the car broken into, but no point did I think someone was going to try and rob me or, you know, do those kinds of things, especially in Tulum. Like the police presence in Tulum is very, it's very high, but a lot of that's because they don't want, they don't want anything bad. They don't happening. want tourists not to come anymore. Well, and it's gotten a bad rap lately. Yeah, but it, generally not the tourist areas. So you know, been, I I would I definitely would go back. Definitely would go back. Um, but yeah, obviously we too. got we got some other trips coming up, so that'll be good. All right. Thank you guys. Adios. Adios. Hasta luego. We'll go ahead and uh, turn it over to Claire because Claire usually ends on my podcast. Not a problem. Good night. Goodbye, happy travels.